Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley, and today is April 25th, 2021. Welcome to Sunday. Um, it is a beautiful day here in New York, a little overcast, but it's going to burn off, I hear, according to the weather report. Um, this is the weather report for you for the week of April 25th. So we're, we're kind of working together, the weather and I. Um, and I'm broadcasting today from the bright red desk, and I had a Uranian moment this morning when I was making my coffee, the French press lid fell off, which was very exciting. Uh, and then I got here and I'm doing the podcast and somebody wrote, see you at 11. And I'm like, no, I have the podcast. Or see you at 1030. I'm like, no, I have the podcast. See you at 11. So it's already a Uranian kind of day. Uh, probably um, forward motion this week. It's a big week. A lot of energy shifting. Most importantly, Pluto stationing on Tuesday. Um and, of course, when the big guy stops, we all go backwards now on our evolution. Or if you have Pluto retrograde, you go forward because the retrograde people, Pluto with re- people with Pluto retrograde go forward on the retrogrades and people with Pluto direct, now we kind of pause and we go back and revisit. So we're going to go back to early January and revisit the stuff we've decided since then, between now and the end of September, beginning of October. So as Pluto stops today... Well, he's, he's stopped in the sky. He goes retrograde on Tuesday. So we felt him the last couple of days, kind of an energy buildup. If you have Pluto in, uh, if you have anything at 26, it's getting the um, the relationship to Pluto is because Pluto is stopping and talking to all those planets at 26. You can maybe be feeling the intensity of it. And there's been a bit of trouble sleeping at night because there's been just so much going on in the heavens. So it's nice to have a planet stop, but again, this then means we're not going forward full steam ahead anymore. So the big guy's stopping at 26 degrees, 48 minutes, and he will now go backwards. Um, and we, when Pluto stops, we feel it the five days before and the five days after. So we'll be kind of verbing with it next week. Pluto, of course, is power struggles, triangles, power dramatic, things like that. And he will be going retrograde uh, until, um, where's the big guy going direct again? He goes direct again October 5th. And he's going back to 2419. Uh, And so he was at 2419 on January 4th. So everything you've kind of thought you resolved between January 4th and now, it's going to kind of go, not quite done yet. And you'll revise it, revisit, come up with a new plan. That's what Pluto wants. But he also, remember, he was um, hanging out last year with a lot of people, and now everybody's left him. So he's maybe feeling a little alone, and that's part of part of Pluto's story. Um, you know, he does live in the underworld. Not too many people go to visit him. He's a bit of a hoarder. <laughs> so, you know, he he doesn't have people over to the house. I, I know you have a friend like that, right, that you've never seen their house. Uh, and and they, you're kind of like, can invite me over? And they're like, no. <laughs> and you're like, well, why not? And they're like, mm, don't do that. Pluto, right? They're a Pluto. Um, so we want to kind of look, look with this energy. The other thing we have is a full moon. Um, today the moon's in Libra. It's going to go into Scorpio, and we're going to have a full moon um, uh, to this week. Um, we're going to have a full moon um, to do on two, Monday, and it's going to be at seven a Scorpio. 
So it also harkens us back to the end of October of 19, you know, October 26th of 2019. And it harkens us back to July 25th, 26th of August, last year, which is when I got COVID. And so now they just re- released Johnson & Johnson again. I'm going to do the traditional vaccine. Uh, so I'm going to go get my shot. Um, and then the uh, this is now the full moon. And then we're going to have a closing square next February uh, when the sun is in Aquarius and the moon is in uh, the moon is in Scorpio. Um, so this energy of these bigger, longer cycles, you want to kind of pay attention to also. The full moon that Buddha was enlightened on, right? This is the moon. Buddha sat under the Bodhi tree and he became enlightened because it is Taurus, the earth energy, the solidness, and then, of course, the energy over the head. So we're going to look for some enlightenment. We also have Mercury and Venus and um, square Saturn uh, this next chunk of time. And Mercury and Venus just uh, squared them the last day or so. So they they gave Saturn some information, some news, some new ideas, and now... We are having the uh, the sun will come this week to square Saturn. So we're making choices. We're moving forward. You know, Saturn's in a new sign. He's asking us, what's our contribution to the community, to the group? Um, where are we going? What's our plan? And so all the Earth planets, you know, he's not in charge of the whole sky anymore. There's a contingency that answered to Venus, Mercury, and uh, Uranus, and the sun all answer to Venus. And the moon, of course, when right uh, today, because she's in Libra, um, she answers to Venus, and when she's in Taurus, of course, she'll answer to Venus. So half the sky is answering to Venus. The rest of the sky is answering to Saturn. And so as we watch, and of course, Mars is answering to whatever sign the moon's in, so he's a little bit rogue. He, Mars is also out of bounds right now. So you may find things are a little bit um, over the top, a little bit bigger, a little bit more dramatic than you think of naturally. And every two and a half days, Mars went into Cancer. He's going to be there until May 11th, and he is going to, every two and a half days, change his mood. (laughs) So now you're going to really want to pay attention to the moon calendar this week because he is um, having that energy of transformation and change, transformation and change, transformation and change. As he changes every two and a half days, he picks up whatever the moon thinks she wants, and he does it. So... We like uh, we love our cancers. We call them moody, but we really should call them moony because they answer to the moon. And every two and a half days when the moon changes, they change. So now with Mars, the principle of action, every two and a half days shifting focus, you really want to watch where the moon is in your chart every day, what, the moon, what sign the moon's in, in in your chart. Because in the course of the month, it goes through your whole chart. And uh, and then watch how Mars responds, because he's going to be, as the moon goes through your fourth house, he's going to be, let's clean up the house. As it goes through the seventh, you're going to have relationships with people. Let's go talk to people. Let's go do stuff. So it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting energy of kind of forward motion, you know, full steam ahead. So uh, it's good. And it'll be a pretty active week, uh, because the moon is moving rapidly in the sky. Plus, we have that Pluto stationing, which is always a big deal. Um, and we are going to be learning how to shine in a different way or how to emote in a different way. And as we emote, we create. Remember, we need the four elements to create, air, ideas, 
vision for fire, but unless you have an emotional commitment to it, <laughs> and right now the moon's in the sign of emotions, um, unless you have an emotional commitment to it, it doesn't happen. So this this next time until we get to the middle of May, when Mars um, comes out of Cancer, we're going to be really being asked to be emotionally committing to things. So uh, that's cool. that's cool. Um, actually, until Mars gets back in bounds, he's going to be in Cancer uh, a little bit longer, I think. Let me look when he gets out of Cancer. I should know this stuff, you know. It's like one of those. But I find I rely on the the data of my ephemeris. Yeah, so Mars is in Cancer. Yeah, that was right until June 11th. June 11th, not May 11th. So a forward motion. Um, give, yeah, he gets out. He's out of bounds till May, but he's in in Cancer till June, which gives a, And then right after he leaves Cancer, we have that Uranus-Saturn square. So this is the setup for the second square. Right, we had the first square in February. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday, and um, she had three people quit on Friday. Right? Three people resign. And uh, she's like, yeah, like three, and that was a record. And I'm like, you know, that's the Mercury-Venus square Saturn, right? Everybody's coming in and going, I have other plans. I have other plans. I, I need to change how I'm doing this. So, you know, you may have made a decision last week, which is good. And they obviously made a decision to seek employment other places. Um, and, you know, of course, it means change for her because they're leaving. It means change from them because they're going somewhere else. So think about any decisions that you heard where people said, I'm done, I'm gone, I'm out of here, got to go, bye-bye. And as Pluto stops, I used to have a boss named Carol, and she would always, when, when, when somebody quit, I would always get upset. I'm like, oh, my God, they quit. And she would be like, it's an opportunity to reorganize. She was a Leo, so they often see the bright side of things. I'm a Virgo going, oh, my God, it's going to be more in work. You know, she knows all this stuff, like, who's going to do it? But my optimistic Carol boss would always go, it's a good opportunity to rethink about how we're doing things. We can reorganize, restructure, revise, revisit. And, of course, with Pluto stationing this week, he's inviting you to look at the foundation of your life, right? Because all last year, he and Saturn, Saturn and Jupiter were playing with your foundation. Now, they've all left and gone on a new journey. And Pluto's back there going, yeah, well, you know, I think I'm going to change some stuff around here which you're going to do until we get to the fall. So um, revise, revisit. Remember, the stuff that got pointed out last year, now's the time to do it. You know, because last year you couldn't or you wouldn't or you were kind of stuck in COVID, but now the chart is saying we're free. What do you want to do? And it's all Taurus. Taurus is about the beauty, the grace. It's also about what we grow. So there's a lot of opportunity here about what is it you want to grow now. Now, remember, these are annual aspects. You know, every year the Sun and Mercury and Venus come to talk to Saturn, right? That's what they do. Um, but this is an opening square, and Saturn's in a new sign. He's in Aquarius. So they have a fresh approach based on the experiences that everybody went through when all that COVID stuff was happening. So it will be really interesting to see what that forward thing is, what that freshen up is. And a lot of times this is like you go get makeup, you get your hair cut, you get your hair colored. On Facebook, somebody posted that they'd finally seen a hairdresser after a whole year of lockdown. Um, so th this is an idea of what that new looks like. So we're, we're moving forward. We're out in the world.
We also find uh, Mercury and Venus both met Uranus this week. Now, with the outer planets, we have a slightly different story because they take a while in a sign. So Uranus is going to spend eight years in Taurus, which means, uh, you know, Venus and Mercury and the sun, the personal planets, come to meet him once a year of each of those eight years as Uranus and Taurus tries to make a make a place in our life right he kind of comes into a sign went into Taurus in March of 19 and he said okay I'm going to change these things Uranus in a physical way Taurus kind of revising revisiting the garden and look at where your Taurus house is because that's where Uranus is going through so the first year Mercury and Venus came on by and they said hi nice to meet you And then last year they came by and they said, hi, we're going to sit and have a chat with you because we all got locked up in our house. Now they're coming by for the third of eight years and they're saying, okay, now it's time to change. Want to go on a trip? Want to go out to dinner together? Want to go to the store together? So they just proposed something last week to Uranus that they're now going to step forward and they're going to tell Saturn, going to say, hey, we're going to go play with Uranus now and uh, we're going off and then they're going to go do it. And then next year, when Mercury and Venus meet up with Uranus in a four, they'll have built, figured out something concrete, or perhaps they decide to separate because squares are separating. But threes are action-oriented. So this is the third year of Mercury and Uranus, of Mercury and Venus, rather, meeting Uranus. So they have this, okay, let's, let's do this. One for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, and go, go, go. It's a go, go, go energy with them saying okay this is how we're going to change it and again you have the whole year to get the changes in place till uranus and saturn square themselves for the third time in december but this is when the plan gets made so it's an interesting week because it 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 speaks to a lot of change energy but a lot of planting new seed energy but also a lot of i'm done with this i want to go do something else and you know a certain level of power dynamics now we know in pluto stations we often find that there is an earthquake or there is a um, some kind of underlying story that takes place right as part of it so that's something to pay attention to also Full moon. We had a lot of lot of fun stuff this week. We're gonna we're gonna be busy. Um, so the full moon, as I mentioned, is on Monday, and uh, on the Donald scale, the busy day is the 29th Thursday, because that has a lot of energy. Um, the moon's super busy on Thursday, the 29th, and um, again, it's some of it's at night, so you may find yourself having a little trouble sleeping. And of course, next week is Orthodox Easter. And Sunday the 2nd is also super busy. Um, the, the first is kind of quiet, but Sunday the 2nd is very busy. So when we're looking at our moon calendars, um, the moon is right now in Libra. Got a nice closing aspect tomorrow morning at 8.40 of a trine to Jupiter. And then it goes into Scorpio at noon, kind of beginning a new passionate place. Of course, moon is going to be full. And so it's full at 11.30, but because of where the moon is relative to Earth, this is really one of those nights, one of those days, Monday, to go out and watch the moon rise. It's very close to Earth, so it'll be really big when it rises. And then, of course, once it gets up to the heavens, it will be regular-sized. But when it rises, you'll, it'll look really big on the horizon. So go check it out. Um, it is called a pink moon. Um, I'm not quite sure why. 
<laughs> but, you know, they go, this is a wolf moon, this is a pink moon, and I'm always like, I should probably look that up one day. But anyway, it's a pink moon. doesn't mean the moon's going to be pink, but it is close. Um, I think it's tied to some festival. I think I heard that. It didn't, didn't file it because it didn't register. But anyway, it's full moon uh, Monday night. Moon is in Scorpio Monday afternoon, Tuesday, Wednesday, going void at 8.31 with a square to Jupiter. Moon in Scorpio, square Jupiter in Aquarius. That's kind of an overdoing energy. Moon is void Wednesday morning, 8.31 to 11.42 a.m. Enter Sagittarius in Sagittarius Wednesday night, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday evening, Wednesday night, all day Thursday. Thursday is a Donald day. It's a very busy little bustly day. Uh, and Friday, the moon goes void in Sagittarius with a sextile to Jupiter. So that's kind of an overdoing energy, all the stuff you overdid on Thursday the 29th. And then the moon enters Capricorn again at noon. So we have these mornings off this week, Monday morning, Wednesday morning, Friday morning. The moon's void, so you're supposed to just meditate and rest. Uh, so then the moon goes into Capricorn at uh, 12, 16 p.m. on the 30th. And it um, is in Capricorn Friday afternoon, Friday evening, Greek Orthodox, Easter. Uh, all day Saturday it's in Capricorn. And then it goes void at 10.38 a.m. on the 2nd of May. How did we get to be in May already? And it goes enters Aquarius at 3.31. So it's void most of Sunday. And it goes into Aquarius at 3.31 when the moon goes void at 10.30 on uh on the second, it goes void with a moon in Capricorn. Uh, where are we there? Trying to Mercury in Capricorn. So that's interesting news that we're going to get. And then, of course, he goes into Aquarius. He's in Aquarius Sunday the second and Monday the third. And he goes void at 8.05 a.m. with a conjunction to Aquarius on the fourth. So we have a lot of energy. Now, Mercury, of course, is whipping along. He's going to go into Gemini next week uh, at 10 uh, in the morning on the 3rd of May. So Mercury is in the last degrees of Capricorn. So he is, you know, when he's in Capricorn, he digs trenches. Um, I had a friend, Anthony, and he had a water problem. So he dug a trench, you know, to take the water that came off the hill that ran through his house. He dug a trench so the water would run sideways. And he would come in every week on Monday and report on how his trench digging had gone. So Taurus is the trenches in our lives. So between now and next Monday, you're probably going to be digging a little bit of a trench because Taurus likes to direct stuff. He's, you know, kind of, you know, I'm just going to make a passive direction. I'm going to dig myself a little trench and let the water flow. Now, if it is not a trench you want to be in, <clears throat> this is the time to move. Um, Mercury and Taurus is squaring Saturn, so he's saying, I don't know that I want to stay in that trench anymore. So this is the time for Mercury to hop out of the trench and take off, because one of the things he's going to get is an assist from Pluto. Pluto's going to reach in and say, Mercury, give me your hand. Let me help you up. And Mercury's going to be like, okay, thanks, Pluto. And he gets out of the trench. So if you've been stuck in a trench, this is a week. You can have enlightenment. You can have the desire to change because of the Pluto station. And you can get out of the trench. So that's all good. Um, 
And so the energy is pretty positive, and the moons are pretty happy. You know, they're in Libra, which is uh, relationships. They're in Scorpio, which is passions. They're in Sagittarius, which is adventures. And they're in Capricorn, which is practical, practical. And then they're in Aquarius, which is, ha, I have a new idea. I think I'm going to go do this. I'm free. So it's an interesting theme for the week. And, of course, they're going to go through those houses in your chart. So if you look. You know, and I often tell the story about my friend Stacy, and uh, when she, when I was learning astrology, I would call her after her therapy session every Tuesday. I think it was on Tuesday nights, and I would say, "Okay, so you," I look at her chart and I'd say, "You talked about this, this, and this in therapy." She'd be like, "Yeah, I talked about my brother. Yeah, I talked about my mother. You know, because depending on where the moon was, she would talk about it. So when the moon goes through those houses, those are the areas that you pay attention to." And I know in my case, I'm the treasurer of OPA, so we're having a conference. <laughs> and I'm looking at that Scorpio moon this week, and I know I'm going to be paying some bills uh, because we have to pay the speakers because I'm the treasurer So because um, the conference is this weekend. So, you know, I, can already, I already know what I'm going to be doing on Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm going to be paying OPA bills. So you can kind of anticipate where you're going to be spending your time if you track that moon through your chart. Um, so that's the moons. The sun this week, uh, he runs from five Taurus to 13 Taurus, and he has a meet-up with Uranus this week, um, where he meets Uranus at 10. And Uranus is moving into the Virgo Deccan. Um, so when planets are in a, a sign for a while, or well, even when they're not in a sign for a while, but we use it more when they're in signs for a long time, every 10 degrees represents another feel of the energy. So the first 10 degrees, like in the case of Virgo, is Virgo Virgo. And then the second 10 degrees is the Virgo Capricorn. It's the next element sign. And then the next one after that is Virgo uh, Taurus. So in my case, I'm an 18-degree Virgo sun. I am a Virgo Capricorn. I'm like a Capricorn. So Taurus right now, Uranus has been in Taurus, digging the trenches, changing the structures, getting it going. And now he's moving into the Virgo decant for the next 10 degrees, Taurus, and then the next one after Taurus is Virgo, so he's going into Virgo. And he's going to see, like, how what he's been doing since March of last year, March of 19, is going, and does it need to be fixed? Does it need to be fixed? So let's say you're my friend Anthony, and you dug this trench, and you've watched a couple of rainstorms, and the water hit the trench, and it went sideways, and it didn't come to the house, but some of the water came to the house. So now let's maybe we're going to build a slightly deeper trench. We're going to figure out how to tweak it and make it work for the next 10 degrees. And so Sun meets up with Uranus, and he says, okay, we're going to be tweaking things uh, as we start doing these energies of change, right? We're going to start to change stuff. Uranus has been in uh, Taurus for three years. We're gonna, we've already changed some stuff, and now we're going to look and see how the changes are going and what else can we do to tweak it. So as the sun meets Uranus, he and the sun are going to make a plan this week about how to do things and how to change things um, in terms of the direction. And on May, that's going to happen on May 30, April 30th, and then we're going to see in May, we're going to see choices about where to go, and then the sun squares Saturn on May 3rd. Um, so he has his annual square to Saturn like Venus and Mercury did today, do today. That's going to be next Sunday. 
Mercury this week uh, hits Uranus on April 24th and goes, ha-ha. He meets up with Venus later tonight on April 25th, and he says, okay, we're moving, we're moving forward in a new direction. And he also has a square to Saturn. Um, saying goodbye. I forgot to give you the degrees. Mercury runs from 10 Taurus all the way up to Gemini. He enters Gemini at the end of the week on May 3rd. So he is flying through the stuff. Anything in your chart between 10 and 30 is going to get woken up by Mercury. Um, as, As he goes along, he does have a little argument on the 30th with Eris. He also has a trine, a handout, a help out of the trench from Pluto on May 2nd, and he also has an overdoing thing, a little celebratory energy, on May 3rd with his square to Jupiter. So Mercury's very busy. Think of it, he's going 20 degrees in a week. That's almost three degrees a day. You're going to feel like this week flies by. I mean, it's going to be so fast. And Mercury, of course, when he's moving this quickly, he's actually doing things, you know, because he's an Earth sign. So it can feel like stuff moves uh, really pretty rapidly. Venus this week, um, she's starting today with a square to Saturn. You know, she and Mercury are giving Saturn the news they're leaving. There's some kind of change afoot. So as they squared Saturn, they actually did a little bit earlier today in the middle of the night. But, you know, you may you may have heard it on Friday. You know, my friend got you know, three people quit. Or you may hear it Monday, but you're hearing news of change. You know, you're hearing, okay, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to leave. Um, And so Venus is square to Saturn. She also has got a strategic plan that she's got. She and Mercury are working together. And you might feel like, you know, they're kind of palling around. And they are. (laughs) And you're like, wow, you're palling around. You got a plan? And they're like, we do. So don't feel left out if you're the one that's, you know, told they're leaving. But if you're the one leaving, recognize the person you're telling might feel a little bit left out, right? You know, Saturn always is a little lonely, so you might make people feel a little lonely when you say you're going. So just, you know, gentleness. And, of course, it is a gentle energy. You know, the Taurus has got a lot of gentle gentle feel to it. Um, Venus also is going from uh, 12 Taurus, and she's going to 22, so she's moving about a degree a day pretty good clip she also has a separating energy on the 30th because she's annoyed about something so the 30th of course she's going to be feeling like oh man how come i always have to so when you feel that way or someone says that to you you go well for the time being it looks like (coughs) it looks like you do have to i'm sorry and allowing you know express understanding that the, the frustration i guess maybe of it but she does want to work a little bit on the dream on May 2nd um, because she's kind of saying, oh, okay. And on April 29th, Mercury tells her, I think you maybe should work on this. And Venus goes, all right, all right. And then she actually does it. So there's kind of an energy as Mercury and Venus have their plan to go. Obviously, you do this, I do this. We, we Everybody's got a part of the plan. So she starts working on her part of the plan for the dream on May 2nd, and she has to adjust some relationships then in terms of a a direction and and where everything's going. We also have Mars in a quintile to Eris. Uh, Mars, in aspecting Eris, is a lot of energy around um, I'm a little annoyed or I'm going to take action because I'm not feeling... Sorry, that's my cell phone. I have it on loud today. Um, Mars is quintile Eris, uh, and he's, he's, he's six seven of uh, cancer, he's or 
yeah, he's moving up to six of Cancer this week. Not having a lot of aspects, old Mars doesn't. And um, we all, of course, the Pluto station, which is the biggie. Um, nothing else much going. A lot of adjusting in how you nurture yourself on the 28th. That's usually a diet aspect with Ceres in Aries aspecting the nodes of fate. Uh, and that's on the 28th. But that's kind of the theme of the week. It's an interesting week. A lot of change, but not a lot of announcements of change, but maybe not actually having them happen yet. And then there's also an energy of getting ready. You know, it's a getting ready energy. And because all of Uranus now is in the Virgo decan, we're going we're gonna to be like my friend Anthony, and you're going to be watching that trench and seeing how the trench that he did is working and what other things need to be fixed to make it work. You're going to do that for 10 degrees. That's the next couple of years. And then if the trench is successful, Anthony poured concrete, which I thought was a little weird, frankly. Um, he poured concrete to keep the trench solid. Um, but that's Capricorn when Uranus gets into Capricorn. We're solidify the things we're changing. But right now we're changing them. So that's always good. Have a great week. Uh, hopefully this was helpful. And I'm doing a new uh, thing with Astrology Hub. Uh, Astrology Hub slash pocket, P-O-C-K-E-T, where I give you a weekly weather update into your phone every morning. And then we tweet out, we send out the aspects to your phone. So you can hear the hot aspects of the day and, you know, take action in using them. And it is $4.99 plus tax monthly, uh, $0.16 cents a day. Um, and so I appreciate if you, uh, if you want to sign up for it, you can check it out, see if you like it. You get me talking to you in the morning, bright and early, what each day is about. Kind of like the weekly weather, but it's a little different, you know, distilled out. Uh, yeah, so sign up if you want. It's, it's fun. People seem to really like it. Um, and it's helping pay my mortgage. <laughs> Bought that condo, and then I'm a normal Virgo. I got, oh, my God, how am I going to pay for it? So this is how I'm going to pay for it. Um, so sign up and uh, enjoy astrology in your pocket. And in the meantime, have a great week. Yep, This is Ann Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Take care and have a good day. Bye-bye.